Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and today I'm going to be talking to you about lead follow-up. So how to make the most of those leads that you generate and how to get people onto the next stage in the sales process. But before I jump into that, I would first like to give you a super quick update. So what's been going on in the Selling Without Sleeves world? Well, as you can imagine, uh, we are down to the final stage and I've just signed off on the book cover. So the book cover has now been approved, I guess, and um, I'm happy with it. And now we can actually print an actual physical book. So I'm really super excited around that. Um, As I've said before, that's going to form the sort of offer, the front end of my uh, funnel. It's been decided that my ads are going to be running on YouTube. So very exciting there. Lots of videos. YouTube is all about the videos, obviously. Um, so yes, lots of um, talking through and doing videos, which will be, yeah, probably, I have to admit, not my forte, but something that I'm going to obviously learn to do. So the funnel itself is with the design team. So it, it all really is happening right now. Um, a little bit behind schedule. We were supposed to launch the funnel on the 28th of May, mostly due to work commitments with the team and also the agency and how busy the agency's been and also the the book guys and and when the actual launch of the book was so between sort of all those elements we are a couple of weeks behind I think realistically we're probably going to end up three or four weeks behind is that a total disaster no is it going to affect my target for this month yes it is sadly I do hate missing a target however um, you know at the moment rather than go out and doing BD and everything else it, it does make sense to um, focus in on on getting the, the the funnel right, and then obviously that can form a much more efficient PD opportunity, business development opportunity than me going around doing organic stuff or or taking up time doing not speaking opportunities. So, so yeah, so that's where we're really at. Um, I'm doing minimal client work at the moment because. I'm trying trying to get that work done and, and move the funnel along. Lots of creation and, and preparation for the, the product that will be, the training that will be offered at, at the back end of the funnel. I'm really excited about that. Just dotting the I's and crossing the T's on the details of it before we run it through a, a few mentors that we have to get their take on it, get their thoughts on it and, and see um, if there's anything we need to tweak or change. But on the whole, I'm happy. <laughs> that might be a different story once I've run it past everybody. That is where we are up to. So let's talk around new lead follow-up. A new lead is somebody that's come in cold, so has been generated, a, a lead that has been generated from either paid marketing or, for example, a lead magnet or putting something out there that somebody, people have said, yes, I, I'd like that please take my email address in exchange for that resource. So you've had an initial contact with them. They've reached out or they have reacted or responded to, interacted with one of your ads. Now, I've been doing some work 
um, over the last couple of weeks with a client who I've worked with before and they needed a new salesperson training up. And so that person was taking on the role of appointment setting. And so that's what got me thinking around this and I've actually done a Sarah snippet on it as well, is to, to look at what to do when you are approaching somebody. Now there's kind of two scenarios going on here. If you've put something out there and, and somebody's basically raised their hand and said, yeah, I'm interested, um, be that an advert or a lead magnet, for example. Um, other things are available other than lead magnets, but let's just use that umbrella term and, and that scenario to, to relate to the two. So with an advert, they've obviously come in cold. They've probably been scrolling through social media and you have popped up in front of them. So you've done interrupt marketing with them. That means that they weren't necessarily looking for you. They didn't actually know that you were a thing or that was a problem. Um, but you are now in a position where you're going, hey, I'm the person to solve this. From there, they may fill out a form to say, yes, I am interested. And that's the, the scenario I was working on over the last couple of weeks with the client. So bearing that in mind, they have said, yes, I'm interested. So, you know, your next point of contact is to get hold of them and go, hey, you're interested in this. Let's move you forwards onto the next stage in the scenario to help you get this thing. They've said they're interested. They've given you their contact details. Ideally, they've given you their phone number. In that scenario, then, you'd obviously pick up that phone and you would ring them. Bearing in mind they haven't booked a time slot, they haven't told you when is a good time, picking up that phone and ringing them, you need to bear in mind you are interrupting their lives. They could be doing anything. They could be mid-argument. They could be busy down the park with their kids they could be at work they could be walking the dog they could be about to go into the gym you just do not know so the key thing when you're doing this sort of approach is to be respectful of their time acknowledge that it might not be a good time figure out when is a good time if now isn't a good time be clear with them on the reason for the call who are you you know you're assuming it's really important to you you've got this information in front of you you've even potentially paid for this lead you know you're now in a position where you're like come on right you know let's get you moving on let's let's sell you into the next stage and that's what it is it's a selling of each stage but I'll come on to that in a moment so you know be really clear who you are and don't be surprised if they want further information or don't remember doing it this is particularly the case if you are running ads and people don't even have to leave the platform so they haven't gone onto your world they haven't dropped onto your landing page or your website they haven't filled out anything in with your branding they filled it off from the platform which you can do on Facebook and Instagram where um, it populates the details even you know even populates the details for you bear that in mind the less they've had to to put in as a time resource the less likely they are to remember you so have a phrase there have a response there to enable them to understand who you are if they are if it's not a good time now then agree when is a good time okay if now is a good time then say to, you know be clear to them how long they can expect this conversation to last and um, you know it's it's really awkward when you're on an open-ended conversation you have no idea how long it's going to last and this person has interrupted your day with it um you know you're you've got a very clear agenda but have you actually shared it with the person it is a sales process each stage you are selling them into you're even selling them into why they should have that call with you now why should they prioritize you over whatever else they were doing in their day you know it, it goes as no surprise that that person and was not sat there waiting for their phone to ring so that you could book them in with an appointment with a consultant or you could speak to them more in more detail about their conservatory inquiry you know 
they're not just waiting around for you to get back to them they are going about their regular day it helps you it's more likely to end in uh, you know the moving forwards and progressing the sale if you contact them within you know 24 hours of them filling out that form and um, you are still going to get people who don't remember what they did 24 hours ago however you know a quick reminder is going to enable them to to remember and also to conjure up that enthusiasm that they had previously for whatever item you are selling or service you are selling you know it's definitely worth having some sort of response to explain who you are how they filled it in where they filled it in don't get too bogged down on it the fact is is they did you know is this still something that you are interested in is a a phrase that you can use or, or something similar that would come you know from your vocabulary to kind of get them on track you know does it matter where they signed up on it i wouldn't obviously say this to them but you know the key thing is 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 this still scenario where that they're interested in um and if it is then then brilliant so you know let's progress it and 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 go from there so you know keep it focused keep it to the point there's no need to ask them 101 questions obtain the the minimum information you need from them in order to get them booked in with the right person or booked in and enable you or whoever you're booking them in with to to have enough information to do the preparation work to, to make the most of that call. Do not excessively ask questions because there's no value to that person. And remember, you have interrupted their day. And um, stick to that time scale. If they start to chat, you know, you be conscious of the time. You flag it up with them if if you feel necessary. But you know, be respectful of their time. There's nothing worse than answering the phone to somebody. Well, there is obviously a lot worse. However, you know, turn of phrase, um, that it's a real pain in the bottom when somebody rings you up and they say, I'm going to be five minutes and 45 minutes later, they're still talking at you. So make sure that if the conversation is flowing well, that they're still okay to, to, to be on the call. And from your point of view, do you need to be on for that length of time? Value your own time, guys. If that person wants to be sold to and they want to sign up there and then and obviously you're not going to go, nope, that's not part of my process today, be led by that customer. But keep in mind that the vast majority of people have better things to do than to be talking to you, as painful as that may seem. The other scenario that I quickly want to go through would be around them downloading a resource exchanging their email for a resource and you ideally would have their phone number but probably not and also you know you need to bear in mind if somebody for instance downloaded a pdf getting a phone call off the back of that would be really weird i remember once feeling filling out information for a a google-based training and i was really surprised to receive a phone call from them Um, and i found it very much sort of out of out of scenario really that it just felt way too forwards and for the information which at that point i'd asked for so you know bear in mind that if they've asked for a resource that like the best thing is probably to initially at least um is to get them on some sort of interaction written interaction so email or, or message you know you could message them they can choose to ignore a message or respond to it but ringing them you know in my opinion in the vast majority of cases does appear a little bit too forwards at that stage in the relationship with that new customer so you know reach out to them basically in the written word and find out how they found that resource have they got any questions is there any anything else that they could that you could provide them with if it's some sort of video where it's going through and it's a training like a webinar or something like that which is up to, they've, they've spent more time on and um, they've invested more 
time resource, then don't be afraid to to then approach them. They've done that bit more commitment, but if it's a PDF, um, you know, they might not have even looked at it yet. Ringing them up and going, hey, you know, how, how did you find that? What problems did it solve? Have, have your problems been met? What was it that you were looking for? That's that's going to seem a bit OTT. So bear, bear in mind, if that person has invested a time resource, a considerable time resource, that's, that's different. That relationship has, has moved on. They've invested it. And so that's more in context to then contact them. So what you're aiming to do with the resources, they haven't said, hey, I want to buy your product or I'm interested in this problem being solved. Um, they have said, yes, I'm, I'm interested in, in the outcome that your um, scenario, your item, your PDF has um, promised to to provide but they haven't you know they it hasn't been as explicit with yes you know please sell me this thing or i need this thing um you know there's it's a it's a resource which is probably sort of an intro sort of level um because you're not giving everything away for free and so from there it's finding out how did you find it and what is it that you know prompted you to download it or or access this and and then finding out more information then it goes into the finding out of the information goes into almost like what you would do for um, some sort of discovery call or initial sales call where you're you're finding out the information. At the end of the day, can you at this point tell that person, hey, I can definitely solve your problems? So why would you tell them that before you'd found out? It would be like proposing on the first date before you've even met that person and know anything more about them. So don't do it. Information gather ask around the subject you know fundamentally people are happy to talk about themselves it would be useful if you could provide some sort of value you know if they're they're open to that so you know bear in mind how invested this person is into sort of what stage they are at and therefore how much selling you do how much time you take up um, how much you ask from from them you would obviously then um having done that have that conversation you know, you're not aiming to sell, sell. You know, it's not all about the make, make a sale, make a sale. You are basically market researching. If you find out that everybody who's down, been downloading your PDF, actually the vast majority of them aren't your ideal customer. You probably want to tweak the audience that you're putting it in front of or you want to tweak the offering so that, you know, you are attracting your ideal customer. This is market research. This is what lots of companies pay lots of money for. You know, it is not a wasted interaction if you take something from it and it helps you mould for future. People very rarely, I was talking this week actually to people around in my group around the fact that you know people aren't overnight successes it takes a lot of effort and time it takes a lot of tweaking to hit the nail on the head straight away you're either very lucky you're very knowledgeable about your market or you you know you've been there before and and you and this has been evolving over time and and that's where you know that's where these overnight sensations come from is is the background work they've done you know to, to prime the audience and understand their audience first Keep that in mind when you are asking questions. If it hasn't hit the mark, then understand why it hasn't. Um, if this person is your ideal customer, then, you know, how has, how has it solved it? Has their problem already been solved? Have you given away too much information? In which case, again, it, it's a redesign. So use these interactions as an opportunity to understand more. Exactly the same with um, an advert that somebody said, yes, I'm interested, um, please please sign me up, please send me your information so I can purchase this item. If those people end up to be people not suitable for that item, again, that's something to feed back into your marketing and into your marketing approach. So these are not wasted opportunities. In the, in the Basically, in conclusion, guys, 
approaching people, you know, you don't want to be assuming that they've got lots of time. You don't want to be bombarding them with loads of questions. You want to keep it in context. You want to keep it light. You want to be sending them into the next stage. You can always obtain that information there. And the key thing is to get them to commit to progressing along that sales process with you. Next week, I am going to be talking to you around sales not being over. The sale isn't over. That person is not in the bag until results are delivered. This is something that I'm super passionate about and wanted to share with you in a little bit more detail. Again, taking it from some of the conversations that I've been having recently with clients, um, it's it's a really key one and it's something that I see in customer experience time and time again. And that's how people feel like, oh, you're too busy, somebody's too busy. I go from being the focus of their attention when I am a potential customer to being a bit of a pain in the bum and feeling like I'm being sort of um, put to one side once I've handed over my money, which is always a very disappointing situation to be in. So without further ado, guys, I am going to leave you to the rest of your week and I'm going to say bye for now. Happy selling. Speak to you again next week. Thanks for listening to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you are listening from to leave us a review. It's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it.